Hey guys, what's up? It's Corey from Lean Green Dad Radio. Today, we're talking to a mom of three boys. And three boys that like to try different types of food. How does she do it? Well, let's just say that in her house, veggies don't bite. Today, we're talking to a wonderful blogger, Sophia, from Veggies Don't Bite. Let's go. everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. From sunny Orlando, Florida, this is Lean Green Dad Radio, the podcast that provides fuel for families. And now, here's your host, Corey Warren. Hey guys, how's it going? Hope you're having an excellent week. Yes, my name is Corey, and welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. If it's your first time listening to the show, then thanks. Thanks for tuning in and spending a little bit of time with me. So, I am a husband and a father to three crazy kids. I'm also a plant-based athlete, and each week, I get to talk to some of the most inspiring folks that I can find to help keep me motivated to stay fit, eat healthy, and get the most out of life as a busy parent. Because for me, finding time to work out, make healthy quick meals, and spend quality time together can be really hard when we overschedule ourselves. So my hope is that by me getting a chance to talk to some of these amazing folks that you will take away some gold tips or inspiration to keep you and your family going strong. Now, before we go on, I have to give a huge shout out to Culture City. You've got to check them out, culturecity.org. It is the nonprofit that I have chosen to align myself with as a professional influencer. The reason being that Culture City brings awareness and acceptance to those living with autism, and they do it in a way unlike anyone else. Make sure to check them out. They have amazing products for families that are living with autism, and uh, their mission, their founder, everything is incredible about them. So go check them out, Culture City. Org. Have to give some love also to my local sponsor for the show, Smart Fitness. They are located here in Central Florida, where I am from, and my friend Andrew Noble runs Smart Fitness. It is a 20-minute, twice-a-week workout. That's all you need for Smart Fitness to work for you. You can go check them out for your free consultation at gosmartfitness.com. That's gosmartfitness.com. All right, now on to the show. Today's guest I mentioned before is Sophia from Veggies Don't Bite. She's a great person. I, I I loved hearing her story and I loved finding out more about why she made the transition to a plant-based lifestyle, the results, and even her scientific background. So I'm excited for you to hear this one. Let's get right into it. It is Sophia from Veggies Don't Bite. All right, everybody, welcome to Lean Green Dad Radio. Today, we have a fellow blogger, and she's doing quite well out there in the Instagram and Facebook world. In fact, her recipes are so delicious that when I saw them, I was like, oh my gosh, I have got to have her on. Her name is Sophia, and she runs Veggies Don't Bite. So welcome to the show, Sophia. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me. Absolutely. I was looking at Blender Girl's page, who was a recent guest, Tess was on the show, and I saw one of your recipes was shared, and I was like, oh, oh wow, this is incredible, and I dove in a little more, and uh, congrats. Everything looks absolutely beautiful. 
Oh, thank you. I I just do what comes to my brain, and we my family eats it. So if if they eat it, I usually post it. <laughs> That's right. And you have three crazy boys, right? I do. Um, I don't know how they're they're a little more mellow than crazy. You know, funny enough, uh, my sister has two girls, and her two girls are. I think a little more crazy than my three boys. <laughs> oh my God. I've never heard of such a thing, but I have, I have two boys and one girl. So, uh, my girl's a little more chill, maybe a little more drama, but my boys are just nuts. That's so funny. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, I was looking at everything and just reading about you and doing my research before the show. And I, I love your 90%, 10% thing. And you said that you get just blasted with so many different questions like oh is that 10 percent? is that do you eat meat 10 percent of the time and everything else but i want to give you a chance to just talk about that 90 percent thing and how uh you're not perfect i just loved what you were talking about in your profile there oh well thank you and you know that's it's funny i would when i started my blog we were definitely a 90 percenter um we had just started changing our way of eating it all started you know from my husband's health and he needed to change the way he eat it, ate. And we decided that, you know, we're a family. If you're going to do something, we're all going to do something. Um, part of it is just because, you know, I'm supportive and I'm not going to let him deal with him, his own meals. Um, but also part of it is that my boys are a product of him, you know, genetically speaking. And sure. if he has health issues, there's a good chance they're going to get health issues. And so we figured might as well start him young teach them, you know, what we believe is the best for them health wise. Um, but at the same time, because I did this for health reasons, not to say the animals don't mean anything to me because they do. I am an animal lover, but, um, I'm also the type of person that I, it's hard for me to take on everything in the world on my plate, because if I do, it affects me a lot stress wise. And I went through some um, major fertility to have my first child um, just everything in the world, if you can imagine, um, lots of money, lots of time, a lot of emotion. Sure. And I used to be not to say I'm not type a anymore, but I used to be much more type a than I used, than I am now. And I think a lot of that, um, my doctors at the time told me that stress is a major factor in what was going on with me. And so I had to, throughout that process, learn to let go a little bit. Um, it was hard to let go cause I was usually a very non letting go type of person. Um, and throughout that I just kind of changed. And then when we decided to change our lifestyle, I went into it with kind of the same attitude is that I can only do so much, you know, I, I, I know it's easier for people that don't live in Northern San Diego suburbia to do things because they can control a lot more, but my kids go to public school. Um, we have loads of friends and are super social and most of them aren't vegan um, or plant-based, I'm going to say, because the, there's some vegan police out there that like to say, well, you're not vegan because, you know, <laughs> you don't, you know, you, you I mean, really, yeah, they, in my they opinion. they revoke your vegan card, is right, that right? totally. And totally. <laughs> they can go ahead and revoke it. I'm totally okay with that. Yeah. But the reality is in my, in my eyes, nobody really is vegan unless you're living on your own island because everything in this world you know, has positives and negatives. And honestly, you go outside in the air, you breathe. This probably has more chemicals than some of the things people worry about today. Yeah. Um, but I just, I had to go into this whole eating thing with, you know, this little grain of salt on the side that said, it's okay if I don't control everything, because if I try and control everything, that's when it kind of tips the scale for me and the health that I'm doing 
um, in eating well is overpowered by the stress. And everyone's different. For some people, it's not stressful. But for me, it is. And I can only do what's best for me. And I have to be a good mom. I have to be a good wife. And I don't want to be stressed. I don't want my kids to be stressed. So that 10% doesn't mean that like, oh, you know, 10% of the time we decide we're going to go, you know, roast a chicken. No, it doesn't mean that at all. I mean, in our house, I can honestly say now, and I'm pretty proud of the fact after almost, you know, I'm going on two and a half years of blogging and three and a half years of our diet change, I can say that inside my house, I'm 99.9% vegan. Awesome. Plant-based. I mean, the only reason I give a little bit of extra is because you never know, like there's things we've bought before that were like, oh, oops, that had some dairy in it or oops, that, you know, and stuff like that. But inside our house now, you know, I'm uh, like really close to hundred percent plant-based because it's easy for me to control everything and what I buy and what I make. Um, but when we go out, we don't like to stress. We like to go out and enjoy a nice dinner. We don't order meat. No, never. We don't eat meat. Um, but you know, if I'm going to go out and order a veggie burger and the veggie burger has egg whites in it as a stabilizer. Okay. Well, it does. It's not the end of the world to me. Right. You know, when my kids go to a birthday party, if they want to have the cake, I let my kids have the cake. I don't, I want to raise children that are, that are confident and non-stressed individuals. And I honestly feel that just part of my upbringing and things that I wasn't allowed to do ever. And then when I was let go into the world, it's almost like if, in my opinion, and the kids that I see that I'm raising that are a lot like me is that if you are a hundred percent stressing them about something, when they go out in the world one day, and they will, because the truth of the matter is we're not gonna be alive forever, that they if they don't have this this, you know, power to understand certain things and to have tried certain things, I feel like they go off the deep end. And right. I don't want that for my kids. I want them we educate them as to why we eat certain way and do certain things, but I also want them you know, to be kids and not be stressed all the time. So yeah, that 10% I, is my kid eats cake at a birthday party. You know yep. what? If my kid wants the ice cream, so eat the ice cream. It's not the end of the world. And I'm doing really well in helping, you know, for all the animal activists, I'm doing really well at helping. I'm sharing recipes, plant-based recipes all the time. And I feel confident in what I'm doing and I'm okay with that. That's awesome. And good for you. I mean, it's, it's all about what works for your individual family. And I always kind of I always preach that. I say, you know, find out what works best for you. And we have like this kind of, there's different levels to the way that we eat, right? Like, um, you know, with everything out there, there's non-GMO and organic and local. And it's like, what are you supposed to do? Well, there is no right answer. You just have to figure out what's good for your family. And so, you know, for us, we start off with organic. Organic is really important to us. Um, So we start off with that. And if it's organic, then uh, we're good. If it's not organic, then we try to go local, right? And yeah you're not going to die if you eat a conventional apple or something like that. It's still better (laughs) that you just eat the apple than not eat an apple. Totally. You know? So, um, yeah, I think that that's, that's the vibe that I just love about you is that it's not about being perfect. Um, it's, it's just about doing what's right, what feels good to you. And the significant change that you've seen in your husband's cholesterol and everything else, his blood pressure, I mean, oh, those, yeah. those are massive changes. So Massive. You're and I'm talking right. within three months. And that was when we first started. So when we first started, like, we definitely weren't 100% at home. I mean, we had Parmesan cheese sometimes before I really perfected, you know, I have a Parmesan cheese type topping that I make now. Um, you know, we weren't 100% and it was okay because we had just started and and, you know, within three months, just the changes that we made, he was off all of his medication and 
within, mm. I want to say six months to a year, he'd lost like 30 to 40 pounds and wow. not that he was, he was not overweight before by any means, but you know, as we get older, we all kind of gain weight in certain areas that, yep. you know, it happens. And he looks amazing. People, when they ask my husband how old he is, they're like, there is no way you're 44. There is no way. It's awesome. And he's like, well, I am. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, triathletes peak at, uh, 40s around their 40s. So, Hey, he could go do triathlons if you wanted to. Totally. Well, we have three kids. That is a triathlon in our house. <laughs> you got that right. You got that right. Uh, well, neat. Okay. So these recipes that you do, they are uh, processed, sugar-free, and they're also um, gluten-free. What What made you say, you know, I want to go mostly gluten-free as well? Well, you know, before we even changed our diet, both my husband and I knew we were kind of dairy intolerant. Like if I had too much dairy and so did he, like we'd have issues. Um, yeah. I feel like everybody's dairy intolerant. They just don't know he, it. Totally. And I think it, I don't think you really realize you are until you go off of it, right. it which is funny. Um, well, dairy's, you know, my dad was a scientist, so I grew up with the whole science um, background and my mind is very science oriented, cool. but dairy is, dairy is an inflammatory, you know, like I even in the eighties, you know, when I was growing up, if we had a cold, my parents wouldn't give us milk because my dad's like, Oh, milk produces mucus. Well, yeah, it's because it's an inflammatory. And so, you know, when you don't eat it, you're not as, you know, poofy, I like to call it. Um, (laughs) so and the same kind of happened with him with gluten. And so when he first started, cause gluten can also cause inflammation. So his cardiologist is the one that told him to change his diet, um, as an option of having, of dealing with his, you know, heart issues. And he suggested gluten-free as well. So it was um, no gluten, no dairy, you know, no gluten, no animal products. And also when we first started, we did a 21-day full, like, cleanse of the system. And we had no animal products, no gluten, no sugar, no caffeine, and no alcohol, Um, which, wow, the no alcohol was really hard. But (laughs) we did it. Of course, of course. Um, But it was, yeah, I mean, now we – when I say gluten-free, it's hard – Cause I feel like there's this stereotype that if something's gluten-free, it's healthy. And I can't stand marketing these days and how they slap things with like, Oh, gluten-free. So people just think this is healthy. It's uh, like, well, no, gluten-free doesn't sugar. mean healthy. You need right. to look at the ingredients. So by gluten-free, I just mean naturally healthy gluten-free grains. Like, you know, there's buckwheat, there's quinoa, there's, you know, a lot of natural grains are gluten-free. I personally don't use in my baking or cooking. I don't use a lot of things like white rice flour, um, which I know gives great consistency to things, but it doesn't have as many nutrients as a brown rice. And even brown rice, it doesn't have as many nutrients as some of the other great flours out there, you know, like oat and sorghum and buckwheat and stuff. And so I use a lot of naturally gluten-free grains, but that being said, my goal is whole grains. So We don't use, we don't eat gluten-free bread just because honestly, the gluten-free bread at the store I've tried is all disgusting. Yeah. So we eat a lot of sprouted grains or whole grains when it comes to bread and tortillas and stuff like that. So like Ezekiel brand toast yes. and stuff? Yes, Ezekiel yeah. brand. Um, Dave's Killer is another one of my favorite. Yes, I've seen a couple oh, of those. It They're- is so good. Oh my gosh, good. they have like this um, like wacky packaging and stuff and it's like yes. right on guys. You know, I'm reading the the you know, bread ingredients. I'm like, this is it's too great. good to be true. There's and no way. some of it, some of the um, flavors are only fruit sweetened. They don't even have sugar in them, which is awesome. Not that it has a lot of sugar, but it's yeah. fruit sweetened. Um, and there's also one called white done right, which is like a healthy white bread. And it's not 
white, white, like wonder bread white, but it's pretty light and the ingredients are great. And so we've gotten that a few times just cause it's so chewy and doughy and good. Um, but it's good. It's a good one and it's not gluten free, but you know, they're all whole grains and good ingredients. And that's kind of my number one, um, over the gluten free because you know, my husband's just slightly intolerant. It's not like if he eats it, he's going to have an anaphylactic reaction, you know? Right. Of course. Um, how do you feel about, uh, eating in force? Like, uh, you know, our family, we, we kind of look at this, the USDA guideline, which kind of is garbage, but we try to make as much as we can out of it. Right. So it talks about fruits, grains, veggies, and protein. And so out of each one of those, I mean, you can make it make sense for people on a plant-based diet. Oh, totally. And so we kind of just think of it that way. And we don't really obsess about, are we getting enough of this or that? And, and it seems to work. I agree. You know what? I, um, I hate, I have to say, I hate labels. I um, used to be, I used to, I was a teacher. That was my career. That's what I um, got my master's degree in. And I, my first half of my teaching career was a special education teacher. And when I was trained to be a special education teacher, we learned about children, um, first language. And what it means is that when you talk about a child with special needs, you talk about the child first. So it's the child with autism, not the autistic child. You always put the child first. So for me, when I think of things, I always kind of go back to that training and it's probably just because it's ingrained in me. And I forget about labels because when I taught kids with special needs, it was always, you know, I didn't like to label. I just, this is the child. This are their needs. And many children have many needs. And just because this child has more needs, they're now put into a box. And I think of my food as the same way. It's, it's good food. It's healthy food. I don't follow, I know I I'm plant-based vegan, whatever. I have to put those labels on things in order to get people to my blog and get my reach and hashtags and all that. But honestly, I, I think of myself as I just make well-rounded, healthy, delicious food. And I don't follow any of these diets. There's so many out there that I didn't even know existed. Oh my gosh. When I got to this blogging world, I was like overwhelmed, like raw till four, 80, 10, 10. And I'm like, Whoa, what does all this mean? Um, and I honestly, myself, I feel best when I, like you said, I eat, make sure all of my meals have a little bit of everything. And if you look at most of my recipes, other than like, obviously like desserts and stuff, but most of my recipes, I like to make sure I'm getting some source of a protein, some veggies, some iron, um, fiber, like those types of things. I try and make sure I, I always make sure that my kids get a little bit of everything. So that's kind of how we are too. You know, we make sure what's, what's our protein. Oh, I made a pasta sauce tonight. And if I don't put, throw in some beans to it for some protein, we'll eat it with like my new favorite pasta. Have you heard of, have you tried the Bonza pasta? No, I haven't. Oh, it is good. Bonza. All right. I'll have to I am, I am not a bean pasta person. I have to say, I've actually thrown away it. I'm not going to say which one because I don't like to bad talk. But there, <laughs> I tried a bean pasta once and I served it to my kids. I didn't try it. I mixed the sauce in and I served it to my kids and they're kind of sitting there. They took a bite and I'm like, gosh, what is wrong with you guys? Just eat your dinner. What's the deal? And they're like, yeah. mom, this is gross. I totally like, with, I know what brand you're talking about. I'm not going to say it either, but and after I the show, it, we're going to talk I'm about like, it. Oh my God this is gross. Is and it, I told my husband, I'm like, you try it. And he's like, Oh God, this is gross. Let we me literally ask you this. Threw it away. Is it out of a different country? I don't know. I might be. It's out of Canada. I promise you. 
Okay. We're gonna, I don't know. We're going to say I, the, the brand name when we're uh, done recording. I promise. It's It was gross. I threw <laughs> away the meal. And I don't throw away meals. I, I swear. I like... I threw it away. I was like, this is gross. Me too. So Me too. this Bonza is chickpea based. And I was skeptical, but I had a close um, friend that does, um, also does food and stuff. Talk. I saw her, I, I want to say she said on Instagram or Facebook or something. And I was like, Bonza, huh? So I got in touch with them. I said, hey, you know, I'm not really a bean pasta fan, but I've heard good things about your pasta. And they ended up sending me some, a box of samples and we tried it and I was like, you know what? This is really good. And it is so simple, the ingredients. Literally chickpeas and a few like two other things, two or three other things. Yep. Packed with protein. The texture's really good. It's white like regular pasta. It nice. doesn't have all these weird colors that throws kids off. And my sister's daughter, who we were just at her cabin last weekend. She has they have a cabin up in Idlewild, and we were up there for the weekend and I brought some. And my sister was skeptical. She's like, I'm going to bring some of my own because, you know, she is super picky. Yeah. They devoured it. She literally went onto Amazon as they were eating dinner and ordered boxes of it because she's like, oh, my gosh, it's protein. It's pasta. I'm ordering this. No way. Now, can you get it at Whole Foods? Like, just stop at your Yeah, Whole I think so. I think you can get a lot of places. Um, but I have to say, she found a box on Amazon. Like, I want to say it was like a four-pack for like – I don't, I, it was under like $4 a box. Wow. It was it was a really good deal because a lot of these are expensive. I want to say it was like $2.95 or $3 a box. It was a, a six-pack for like $18 or something like that. So tell me, are you now, are you sponsored by Bonza? Because if you're not, you definitely need to after that mention. <laughs> you know what? I, I They sent me – they're a, a new company, and they I am so – a lot of bloggers don't like to – do like shout outs on social media without being paid. And I do have a media kit, you know, I get, I work with brands when I create recipes and I do social media um, work as well, you know, with brands where it's just a social media post, but I kind of have like this thing where if it's a new company and they're starting from the ground and they have a great product and they send me product, Hey, I will put them on Instagram and no, I'm not going to charge them because and I know some bloggers get annoyed with those of us that do things for free like that. But I'm like, come on. I mean, first of all, they're, you know, they are a small company. They're trying to get their feet off the ground. And I kind of feel like if I help them out one day when they are big, like I hope to be able to work with them. And it's a great product. I mean, it's a really good product. And I'm not going to like, you know, create a recipe for them and put all this work into it. But taking a picture of their product and throwing it on social media, of course. Yeah, I, I do that with products I love all the time because – I feel like people need to try them, and if it's good, healthy stuff, hey, why not? Why keep it to myself? I totally agree. I do the same thing. In fact, there's many brands that, uh, you know, if you're doing the right thing and you care about the environment, you care about the way that you produce things, you try to make them in the USA, hey, I, I have no problem helping out. And I know the so. difference between a brand that's, like, using bloggers and not paying them when they should be and a brand that just, you know, needs needs some support. I mean, it's it's yep. pretty pretty – you know, obvious what the, when, where the difference lies. Okay. Um, what I wanted to ask about is, uh, getting your kids to try different foods. What do you do to get them to try different things? You know, because I, I don't know, I have like my five go-tos and the kids know them. They love them. I know they're going to eat them. So on a busy night where I'm exhausted, I'm like, whatever, totally. I'm just making the <laughs> vegan mac and cheese. But, uh, what, what do you do to get them to keep experimenting? You know, I, I think part of, Partly I'm lucky and partly I think that it's also my like relaxed attitude. My, my first, 
all of my kids when they were little were great eaters. And I'm talking when they were babies and I first started feeding them, they all like ate food like they haven't eaten in years for every single meal. It was insane, the kind of, the, the power of food that they like took down. Um, my oldest one just continued on that path. He is an incredible eater, will try anything under the sun. You know, even if he's not sure about it, he'll try it, you know, and then he'll be like, nah, I don't really like it. Or yeah, that's really good. Um, my middle child is a middle child. <laughs> and he, um, I love that kid so much, but oh my goodness. Um, please tell me that the fives are better than the fours with those, those children that have those terrible fours. Cause people oh. talk about the terrible twos and they talk about the threes, but let's discuss fours because <laughs> fours is just where it's at for us. Um, yeah. he, yep. he's the one that, literally from the couch, I'll start preparing dinner and he'll start tantruming about how he doesn't want to eat it. And I'm like, you don't even know what I'm making. Oh no. So, but then there's nights where like, he just surprises us out of left field. So I can't call him picky. I have to call him moody because for example, um, pure Ella, the blog, blog, pure Ella, she has a book out called cut the sugar. And she asked if I would, you know, do a blog review for her. And I said, Oh, absolutely. And got her book and, you know, I picked to do the, um, her falafel in the book and I, you know, it's a recipe I make, I photograph, put it on my blog and talk about her book and, you know, promote her a bit. Well, I was like, I went into it going, whatever. Um, the middle's not going to even touch it, but who cares? Okay. I'm making the falafel. It looks really good. He literally ate not only what I had saved for that night, but he finished half of what I had for leftovers. No way. <laughs> falafel. That's incredible. I'm like, of all things, but yet, like two days later, he tantrum because I gave him pasta and red sauce. So, I mean, I don't know. For me, it's like with him, he's my only one that challenges us. And with him, it's almost like a mood thing. So my attitude is like, look, this is dinner. I'm not a restaurant, you know, and I know some parents will make kid food and then adult food. I make one meal. This is the meal. If it's disgusting, I don't expect you to eat it because I'm not going to eat it either. But this is dinner. You have two choices. You can eat your dinner or you can't. It's fine. I'm okay if you don't eat your dinner, but I'm not making you anything else. And you don't get breakfast until it's breakfast time. So of course, oh, and my there goodness. have been many times when that child has gone to bed hungry by choice. He's like, okay, I'm just going to bed hungry. And I'm like, great. Yeah. And the next morning he's starving. And we're like, well, yeah, you're starving because you didn't eat your dinner, uh -huh. you know? Uh -huh. And I hope, hopefully he'll grow out of it. Um, I do ask my kids to try it. I say, you have to try things because it's always important to try. And I saw somewhere, some research that said it actually takes 25 times for a child to be exposed to something before they can decide if they like it or not. Wow. That's Fascinating. Yeah. 25. Yeah, really? And yeah. And you know, what's interesting is I feel like I, I've seen that happen with things that I never would have thought. So, hmm. you know, I asked them to try it. Most of the time they do. If they're having a tantrum, I just kind of step over them and ignore it. And then the baby too, the baby is, um, he eats everything. The thing with him though is I think he's going to be my like real foodie because if I make like a pasta and a sauce, sometimes my kids don't want sauce and I'm like, that's fine. Don't have sauce. Here's your pasta. I throw in some broccoli or some peas and call it a day. My baby, the first time I did that and I gave him what the boys wanted without the sauce. 
he literally threw it at me and like lunged for my pasta with sauce. And I was like, no way. Okay. That kid likes sauce. He likes flavor. He does not like plain things. Um, Killer. So I guess with Very him, cool. it's, yeah, it's like I have to make it flavorful and saucy. <laughs> and every kid's different. It's totally. so funny. Like I have one kid that likes sweet and one that likes salty and yeah, you can't mix it. I, I have one that likes it just plain. He doesn't want anything on his noodles. He just wants plain noodles. That's so my like, middle be- one. So bland. Yeah. I don't get it. Whatever, and you know dude. what I found actually what's funny? I used to think, so I have a sauce that I make with like sauteed spinach in it and it's like spinach and, you know, tomatoes or whatever. And I was making it one day and he goes, mommy, can I just have the spinach on the side instead of on my pasta? I was like, sure. He loves sauteed spinach. He just doesn't like it on his pasta. He likes wow. things separate. And I was like, huh. Yeah. It kind of brought a little bit of a light to me that that's interesting. He prefers things. Some people are like that. They like things separated, the flavors separated, and some people like to mix it all up. So, Yeah, I love it. Well, kids are amazing. Um, what do you do for supplements? Do you guys do OB12? We do. Um, I do just a, um, the NutriStars, the Rainbow Light NutriStars, the chewable stars. Um, they're not gummies. They're just like a chewable multi. And yeah. I do that one. I mean, I don't stress about remembering it every day because generally yeah. I think they um, are pretty healthy. And the whole B12 thing, there's a, it's pretty controversial. You know, there's a lot of people that eat meat that have, you know, B12 issues. So, sure. um, but I do the multi only because of what we talked about, like the moodiness, like some days they don't want this and some days, and I, I kind of feel like it's kind of like my backup, you know, I know that they're getting everything. Um, yeah. And plus the multi we do has some extra added good stuff in it. it has some probiotics it um has some greens powder so i figure hey nice. if we're having a day where i'm just over it go ahead and eat your follow your heart cheese grilled cheese for dinner then yep. at least they got their multivitamin <laughs> exactly me too it's an insurance policy <laughs> totally <laughs> that's the way i look at it um and as far as the b12 just for the record i mean we take one uh like you said we don't obsess about it but we just give them the two chewables that we have um Again, they're not gummies because gummies are made with gelatin, but, you know, we, we try our best to do uh, the chewables. That I think, I, I don't know what they're called, veg something, but okay. uh, they're, they're made from whole food ingredients, and uh, it's just a great, a great thing for us. It really works well. Totally. Um, okay, so we talked about Bonza Pasta. Um, I love that you guys did this together. You know, I love that it was – there's so many different reasons that people can – turn to a plant-based diet you know it can be for the planet it can be for health it could be for the animals and really whatever reason you choose it's a win-win totally absolutely so i mean it started off for health for you and you you guys as a family did it together do you do you have any advice for people who don't really you know they're not on the same page as far as diet goes like maybe you have one that's like I don't know, I'm a meat eater and I just want to eat meat and I really don't want to try this vegan thing. I mean, what, what do you think about that? Is there a, a way that you can work together? Well, you know, I mean, I can imagine how hard that would be because to me personally, you know, when you're a family, you're a family. And I, I really, it, it, my husband came to me, when he first came to me, I honestly have to say I laughed at him. <laughs> I was like, yeah, right. He, I mean, <laughs> and he came to me, you know, and said, and this is a guy who grew up, he was Italian, he was a meat and potatoes guy. When I first met him, he was, I'm not going to say he was fully unhealthy, but he was a guy, he was a bachelor. And, um, when he first came to me and said, I want to do this, I knew when he was like, no, really, I'm not kidding. I knew that he wanted to do it deep inside and I could see how, 
how terrible he was feeling and that, you know, he's like, I need to make a change because I am not, I can't do this anymore where I feel so terrible. And it really, I, instead of looking at it as I have to change, I have to do everything different because of him and almost like, I guess, you know, kind of being annoyed at that. I kind of looked at it like, this is a man that I love, that I pledged to love. And if I was in pain and needed to do something, wouldn't I want him to do that? So I kind of feel like depending on the reason to do it, you know, instead of thinking about it as like, well, I, I don't want to do it because I want to eat meat. It's more like, well, what can we do to find a middle ground? I mean, for me, I coming off my second pregnancy, I actually was vegetarian in my second pregnancy because I could not stand the look, smell or taste of meat. So it wasn't hard transition because this happened. I want to say like we started doing this like six, eight months after I had my second baby. Um, So it wasn't like I was eating a ton of meat. So I was like, you know what? I was trying to get off that baby weight, you know, trying to get back to myself and feeling right in my own way for different reasons. So I thought this would be a great way to like cleanse myself and get there. And we, I didn't know that we would do this forever. I mean, we decided to try it for 21 days and we did it the 21 days before Thanksgiving. We started November 1st and Thanksgiving was on the 22nd that year. And, you know, we felt so good after both of us. And that's why I say, it's just like, give it a try. I don't think you can ever say you don't like something unless you try. And the one thing I would advice wise is the reason I think it was successful transition for us is because when he came to me in September, I said, okay, but I need to prep. I need to plan. I need to get us prepared because we can't just jump into this new way of eating. It's too hard. So I literally took the entire month of October and I researched, I looked at recipes, I looked at things, I just, I researched and that's, you know, I'm a much different cook now than I was back then. Oh my gosh, I've learned so much. It's insane. But I took time to research and prep and plan. I wrote down meal plans. I made lists of things that we could have. And when I made my first grocery trip, like everything was organized and prepared. And so we were successful because we had prepared. And I feel like so many people are unsuccessful at anything really because it's almost like you you don't take that time. You want to do it so fast and you kind of just jump in and it's like, no, take a step back and, and prep for it because it's, it's not, it's really is a lifestyle. You know, it's, you can't go into it saying you're just going to stop eating all these things because then you're going to go for that ready food. And that's not healthy either. Whether you're eating meat or not having your full diet be, you know, pre-prepared food is not doing you much good. So, it's true. you know, it is, it is work, but now it's not, now it's easy. It takes time, but eventually it just kind of becomes second nature. Um, and Hey, if meat is something that you want to, you want to eat, you know, it, is it really that hard to like, maybe not eat it at home and eat it on the side? I mean, I know for me, like I can't imagine having to cook two different things. Like that would be impossible. Mm, Talk about stress. Right. No, the time involved in that is just crazy. Yeah. Um, and I just kind of feel like when you're a family, you go into, you join a life with somebody else and it's not just about you anymore. And I feel like when you have kids, you really truly see that as well. So I guess for us having kids, it was easier to kind of do something together because we are already at a point in our lives where it's not just about us anymore. It's about other people. And I did so much to that at that point 
for someone else, meaning my children, that doing something for my husband wasn't a huge jump, you know? It's incredible. No, you're, uh, you're just like me. You know, we, we had a reverse situation here, but, um, uh, my wife was ill and we decided that we wanted to change up the way that we ate and we were able to get her off of her medication, et cetera, et cetera. And, uh, you know, she has a chronic condition, so this is something that she's going to be dealing with the rest of her life. And so this is a life choice for us as well. And, uh, everything's been working out great. Um, there's still challenges here and there, but, um, we, we, we do it together as a family, you know, and, uh, the kids understand everything and, they actually, they're funny. They don't even want to, to eat the cake at a birthday party. Now, we don't even obsess about it, but, um, you know, they, they make their own decision based on kind of the, the research and the understanding. And th- I'm not saying that because, like, I think I'm better than anybody else. It's just no, and kids are kids are different. Kids you know? are different. And also, I mean, and your kids are a little older. I'm kind of like just yeah. starting. My kids don't quite understand it yet. You know what I mean? Like they're still, my oldest one is just kind of starting to ask questions. And when they're younger, it's a lot easier, you know, and as they get older and start making friends and, you know, it's, you have to give them the tools and the research. And, you know, like I, I tell my kids like, yes, a a real hamburger is a cow, you know, and someone, I mean, and and it's, I'm not telling it to them to like scare them or to, but I feel like people need to know what they're eating. And, you know, and for us, we didn't do it for ethical. We didn't start it for ethical reasons. Um, but throughout the process, we have learned a lot about the farming industry and stuff. And so I, I, it's hard to unlearn things. Um, and I try, you know, it is ignorance is bliss, which is true. You know, it really is in today's world, especially in today's world, that ignorance is bliss. And I'm slowly trying, I don't want my kids to be traumatized by life, but I feel as the older they get, like they need to know both, you know, all the reasons for choosing what you eat, whether it's our reasons for health, or maybe one day they're going to decide to do it for ethical reasons. Like, I don't know, but it, they're their own people. And one day they are going to decide all I can do as a parent is give them the tools. And I think a lot of people think they can force their kids to do things. And it's like, you can't because one day they're going to be on their own. And the more you force, I feel like especially certain personality children like I was, the more I was told I can't do something, the more I was like, yes, I can. <laughs> that's amazing. And that that's how it should be. That's how it should be. We are winning parents. Way to go. I hope so. I'll, we, we won't know for a while, but let's hope. <laughs> nah, they're, they're going to be great. They're going to respect you so much for the choices that you are helping them make and understand. So right on. Uh, where can we follow you? Tell everybody where we can follow you, how we can increase those Facebook followers and, and other followers. Well, Facebook, I'll, actually all my social media, I'm Veggies Don't Bite. So I'm on Facebook and Instagram and Twitter, which I'm is my one social media channel. I'm kind of trying to get to learn a little bit more. Um, <laughs> you can't do all of them no. like perfect. <laughs> um, and pin- Pinterest too. I'm really starting to get into Pinterest, which is really fun. And not quite on YouTube yet. I mean, I'm technically on YouTube, but I don't, I don't have anything. Um, I am technically on Snapchat as well, but I tried figuring it out and I was so confused that I just, I'm like, forget it. <laughs> Join the party. I'm the same way. I think it's uh, for the, it, you have to be in your twenties to understand. Snapchat. Totally. Really but this think. new Instagram, the stories thing is kind of fun. I forget to do them, but when I remember, yeah. I'm like, oh, this is fun. I haven't tried it yet. I'm going to give it a shot. It's fun. It's really fun. And it's, it's fun because you don't like, you don't have to stress about it. You're just kind of like, I videoed like the other day, I videoed something totally random. Oh, like my cat or something. 
And everyone's like, oh, what a cute cat. I was like, oh, fun. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Well, thank you for taking the time to be on the show with us to talk about your experience with your kids and why you started your blog. It's been so wonderful having you. And uh, I look forward to getting this out there for you. So thank you. Thank you so much for having me. It was super fun. All right, guys. Hey, what's up? It's Corey back in the studio. Thank you so much for making it through another episode of Lean Green Dad Radio. But don't let your experience end here. Make sure to visit us online at leangreendad.com. You can also check us out on Facebook, Twitter, Pinterest, Instagram. We've even got a YouTube channel, so we got it all going on. Thank you so much for taking the time to listen to us. And if you're even further interested in finding out more, we have a free grocery guide. It is a three-part video series where you can follow me through Whole Foods and I tell you all the healthiest things to pick. You can find that online on the homepage of leangreendad.com or you can also visit leangreendad.com slash grocery guide. All right, guys, until next week, this is Corey saying keep going that extra mile for your family. See you next week.